the other question I want to ask you, it's regard to ministry and calling, because you said you discover your ministry, uh, well, the call of God at an early age. Um, sometimes people want to know, first of all, what a calling is, because sometimes, obviously, uh, some people are called to be pastors. They're called to be teachers. Some people are confused. What role can I play? Because we are called the body of Christ. And yes. I believe Paul gave an analogy of different parts. Yes. Some people don't know their own part of the puzzle. So how can one discover, or first of all, know that they are called, because people want to know they are called, and how can they also, when they know they are called, how can they work on their calling and, and, and position themselves in their, in their place mm -hmm. of influence? Good questions. Um, God calls people different ways. If you read in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 2, you're going to see that God calls Samuel in the church, in the sanctuary, because Samuel was already dedicated to the Lord. Mm. He had a prayerful mom. Yeah. And so the voice of God called him three times. Mm. And then he had to go to Eli, and Eli said, if you hear the voice again, say, here I am, Lord, you can use me. That's one way God can call you. So he can call you by voice, by dream, like my case. I've seen an angel in a dream, you know. But God can also call you when you hear the word of God. Mm. So you can go to a church or your TV you are watching, and you feel that that word is talking about me. The Bible says the Holy Spirit will convince you of your mm -hmm. sins. So that conviction is usually the Holy Spirit doing the job in you. You know, um, there's one famous lady in my country, in Congo, for instance. She was a woman of a man of God, then backslided. And she was doing a lot of crazy things on the social media. And But then I saw yesterday, she said, I gave my life back to Jesus because I was ashamed to say it publicly because I was afraid that people would judge me. And she repented and she said she received Jesus. I was so happy mm. because God can also call you by conviction. There are people that call, God can call you um, as a backslider. And because you have tested to the kingdom, God cannot let you just die like that. Mm. you will reach a certain point where Jesus will appear to you like Paul and say, hey, why are you persecuting my people? Why are you living this life? And that encounter can be a big change and you see that uh, something new is birthed inside you. And um, uh, the second uh, aspect of your calling, once you, you, you have heard that voice, you're going to notice unusual things happening to you. Number one, you will feel the urge of praying. You know, when you are not a, a born-again child of God, prayer is very boring. You can't pray for, <laughs> if you pray for five minutes, yeah. you feel like you've achieved something. Mm. But when God is calling you, you're going to feel that something is pushing you to go and seek God. When Jesus started his ministry, heaven opened, the Holy Ghost came upon him and he led him straight in the wilderness. When you receive Jesus, when you feel that thing on you, the Holy Spirit will always lead you in a place of intimacy. Mm. Because people like Moses, and um, let me show you different analogies in the Bible. Moses has his calling. Abraham had his calling. But if you look at uh, Peter, he has his calling. And we were talking here about Samuel. He had his calling. 
they were all great men of God. But for Moses, he had to be called in a hard way. He killed somebody, but by killing somebody, mm. God was looking for him. God was waiting for him somewhere. You know, <laughs> he think he's running from Pharaoh, but actually God is drawing him closer to him. Mm. Why? Because he needed Moses to come in a wilderness. A wilderness is a place where God begins to walk on you. It's called a time of process. Because, you know, the Bible says Moses was exposed to the wisdom of Egypt. And Egypt was full of witchcraft. <laughs> that means Moses was a witch. Oh, yes. Moses was very learned. He was educated. The Bible says he was working on the laws of Egypt. That means Moses was a lawyer. Moses was prepared to be a prince, a pharaoh. That means Moses was a big man in Egypt. He, mm. There was some kind of arrogance. But for God to take Moses, the prince, to Moses, the shepherd, there must be a process. So mm. he called him. He called him with situations. So talking about calling, circumstances of your life can be one way God can use also to call you. Death. Mm. You know, you lose a job. You lose your marriage. Sometimes God can use the hard way, just like Jonas. He said, hey, go to Nineveh. Jonas is taking a different way. And the Bible says Jonas paid for his feet. He, he paid to go in the ship. And he paid for his life. He found himself in the belly and God was dealing with him in the belly of a fish. So circumstances of your life can be one way that God can use to call you. But mm. it's usually for a process. Because God wanted to kill Egypt in Moses. God wants to kill the me, me, the, the Pharaoh, the, 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 the witch. He wants to sanctify him. Mm. And after calling Moses, then when God noticed that Moses is, uh, 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 is, 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 is looking at the, the burning bush, when God realized that he's catching the attention of Moses, then he called him Moses, Moses, twice. Mm. To show him that it's not a coincidence. I know you. Your name is Moses. Mm. Moses. Mm. Now, Moses, this is a holy ground. You must remove your sandals. That's a place where God begins to say, hey, you're in pornography? Remove mm. those sandals. Mm. You drink too much? Remove those sandals. Mm. You, you, you are a liar. You are a thief. Or you are, I don't know which area of your life you are doing things that are not right before me. It mm. remove your sandals. So the calling of God can come with number one circumstances of life number mm. two repentance true repentance mm. when you have removed your sandals then you will say my name is i am that i am i'm mm. the god of abraham i'm the god of isaac jacob and israel why because he's, he begin now to reveal himself to you he begin now to show you who i am Mm. Guess what? When you know information about God, even before they call you a prophet, you're already a prophet mm. because you know the secret of God. Mm. So mm. it's a process. It's a process. But when we see a man like Peter, <laughs> Peter, those are what I call grace by election. <laughs> <laughs> they are people that just God choose like that. Grace by election. Peter, follow me. I'll use your boat. Miracle, you get miracle fish, you're going to be a fish of men. There are mm. some calling like that. God just set you apart. He said to Jeremiah, before you were born, mm. before you were in your mother's womb, I already knew you. I already put my word in your mouth. You see, grace by election. There are some people that God 
in his human sovereignty has already chosen you. Amen? So those, they don't do much. They are called by God. Mm. But then we see people in the Bible like Abraham. Abraham was in his land. He was fine. But then God appeared to him and said, go to a place far from your family. He had a different calling. Mm. You know, he didn't know much about this God. Mm. But then, usually when God will want to use you, he will separate you from your loved ones because he wants you to get your own personal revelation of him. Mm. You see, that's how Abraham would call him Jehovah Jireh because he had a personal experience on that mountain, you know. And sometimes God will take you out of your comfort zone, you know. Calling sometimes will take you out of your comfort zone, mm. You know, you used to, to, to love partying and clubbing and God is saying, you know, at this company, no, 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 Get no, no. From them, yeah. go, 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 there's somewhere I want you to go, you see. And when he calls you like that, usually there is a mission that follows, right? And so there are different people. Samuel, graced by election. <laughs> mm. Samuel was just there. He was in the presence of God. He didn't do much. And the Lord spoke to him right away. Some yeah. of these people were were. God revealed their calling at an early age. Some yeah. of them matured men, like Abraham was a matured man. Oh yeah. Samuel was young. Jeremiah yeah. was young. Moses David was, was young. Yeah. Moses was forty. Yeah. Peter was was, Peter a, was yeah. an old man. Yeah. Yeah. You see, you see. So there's there's no age when it comes to calling. God can call you anytime. Yeah. Even the gender too. You have Paul Mary. was a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> you see. Mm? Wow. So 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 the. We look at all this men of God, how God called them in different ways, different age, different mm. gender, different occupation. Mm. Like Nehemiah was a cobbler. Yeah. The Bible said, this is what God has put in my heart. Mm. And even different, some of them were deliverer, some of them were kings, some of them were priests. Yes. Let me show you something. In the book of Acts, I was meditating on the act. I love the Holy Spirit. That's why the church is called Welcome Holy Spirit. I call it the act of the Holy Spirit. When you look at the story of Paul, Paul is persecuting the church. He's going to the high priest asking for permission to go and kill. Mm. He kills Stephen. Now he wants to go and kill more Christians. And he's going to Tarsus, and the Lord appeared to him by the light. And he said, Paul, Paul, why are you persecuting my people? And then he became blind. Now, God is talking to Ananias, I believe. It was the... The prophet he spoke to. And the guy was so scared. He said, mm. that guy, Paul, you're sending, <laughs> you're sending me to pray for. He's persecuting the church. Listen to the, the response of the angel. The angel said, he is a chosen vessel. Mm. So even when he was killing people, God was targeting him and said, this is my instrument. Oh my you God. see, God is such a sovereign God that he can choose anyone. Mm. He can, regardless of your background, regardless of what you are doing in your life, when you are in the agenda of God, mm. he's just waiting for you somewhere. Wow. There's a place you will meet him and he will transform your life mm. and you become a, an instrument for the kingdom. Wow. Now see what Paul has done. He, re, he wrote almost the half of the New Testament. Yeah. He was full of wisdom. If you read the mysteries you know, Paul, 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 Paul is, is, when you read the book of, the, the, the epistles of Paul, you can feel that this is another level. 
for the mm. revelation. And he was a religious man too. He was a religious man. He was wow. a Pharisee. He, he, when he mm. when he was defending himself, he said, "I'm Jew. I'm a Pharisee." You know, he, he was learned, and but he, he, he met with Jesus. And his life changed. So that also shows that God can use the educated, oh, yes. the rich, and the poor. Like, like there's Absolutely. no discrimination when it comes to the calling of God. Because most times, mm-hmm. oh, I have to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. I have to speak a certain way. Mm-hmm. I have to have this. I have mm-hmm. to, before God can call me. You see, back home in Africa, certain people were saying that pastors are usually poor. That's why they run into ministry. You see, and I rebuked that in the name of Jesus. Jesus. I refuse to be a poor pastor Amen. Amen. because I believe that um, Jesus did not come to to bring the message of prosperity. He came to bring repentance and yeah. sanctification. The message of the kingdom, once it's preached, one of the outcome, one of the the how we call, we call it the the. I'm not going to call it the side effect. I'll call it as, as consequences of uh, obeying to the calling of God. It's blessing. So we don't preach blessing to people, but because we are preaching the kingdom, then we begin to live the result that comes with the message. Mm. You see, John the Baptist preached on repentance. Repent, the kingdom of God is near. If you look at when the Holy Spirit came in the upper room in Acts chapter 2, and Peter, who was very shy, now is bold. He's mm. preaching to 3,000 people. His message is, repent, the kingdom is near. If you look at uh, Paul, it's repent. The message of repentance, he looked at these people, he said, have you been baptized? They said, yes. In which baptism? They said, in the baptism of John the Baptist. Then he baptized them in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says, he, he, he preached them repentance, and they were full with the Holy Ghost. But... When you begin to look at the, the the church, the first church, you are going to see that it was a prosperous church. The Bible says nobody was poor among them. You remember that? Nobody. Why? Because of the message. You see, the, 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 the message of the kingdom by itself, it is success. Mm. One thing I was preaching at church on Sunday, I said, there is no way you can be in the presence of God and remain unsuccessful. Mm. Because the message of the cross itself is successful. If Jesus was dead alone, I was going to say this is a fiasco. But he Mm. rose up. Mm. That's a victory. It's success. Mm. The message of the coming of Jesus, the rapture. People are scared. Oh my God, Jesus is coming as a thief. But if you look at it, it's a celebration in heaven. Mm. That means it's a success. So coming to Jesus, preaching the gospel, whether you are poor or rich, it's a success. Because it comes with success. Mm. I believe that God wants his people to succeed. I believe that God wants his people to be blessed. When you live in the presence of God, your life must be followed with success. It's one of the signs. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I I refuse to preach a a, a Jesus preaching sanctification and and my life does not reflect anything of the goodness of God. Mm. It's contradictory. Mm. (laughs) You know, he lives... In gold and silver, and the Bible described that in heaven the flow is in crystal. And if you look at the New Jerusalem, mm. it's diamond everywhere. That is what blessing, prosperity. But that's not the main message. The main message is to win the souls to Christ. Yeah, to teach the fear of God, to explain to people that this place is a holy ground. Remove your sandals. Once you have done it, without even doing much, God will bless you. 
Yeah. Because the message automatically bring yeah. that blessing. 